Welcome to Nest Church, and thanks for listening to our podcast. We hope this word blesses you today. For more information, visit nestchurch.com. We hope to see you soon. And remember, you are Good morning, Nest. How is everyone doing this morning? Welcome, guys. Welcome online. Welcome in person. We want to just thank you guys for just being here today, this morning, just taking the time to just come and praise the Lord. I love what uh, Pastor Rico opened up this morning with uh, with a war cry. Um, We know and we've been persistent on talking about this last year, but we want to move forward. And how do we move forward? We do it in prayer. We do it in reading the Bible. But we also go into battle and into war. So as Pastor Regal was sharing this morning, a verse that came into mind was Isaiah 8, verses 8 to 18. And it says, Raise the war cry, you nations, and be shattered. Listen, all you distant lands. Prepare for battle and be shattered. Prepare for battle and be shattered. Devise your strategy but it will be thwarted. Propose your plan, but it will not stand, for God is with us. This is what the Lord says to me with his strong hand upon me. Warn me not to follow the way of this people. Do not call conspiracy everything this people calls a conspiracy. Do not fear what what they fear and do not dread it. The Lord Almighty is the one you are to regard as holy. He is the one you are to fear. He is the one you are to dread. He will be a holy place. For both Israel and Judah, he will be a stone that causes people to stumble and a rock that makes them fall. And for the people of Jerusalem, he will be a trap and a snare. Many of them will stumble, they will fall and be broken, and they will be snared and captured. Bind up this testimonial warning and seal up God's instruction among my disciples. I will wait for the Lord, who is hiding his face from the descendants of Jacob. I will put my trust in him. Here I am, and the children of the Lord has given me. We are signs and symbols in Israel from the Lord Almighty, who dwells in Mount Zion. So I want to encourage you guys today, whatever battles you guys are going through this morning, whatever it is that you have on your shoulders, lay it at his feet, for you have a warrior that is fighting for you. Make your war cry. We just had a song during the huddle that says, wait on, on him. Continue to wait in his presence. And as you wait on his presence, you will see that everything around you will just continue to fall down around you. For as children of the Lord, he does the battle for us. So this morning, let's go. Let's open up in prayer. And Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for giving us the ability, Lord Father, the honor to come here to one, serve you, two, to worship you, Lord Father, and three, to lift up your name. And this Memorial Day weekend, we lift up our soldiers and those that have, um, Lord Father, serviced this nation because that's given us the opportunity to do what we are doing this morning, to lift up your name on high on this nation, Lord. Many will say that your name is being dwindled, but I, Lord, say that your name is even being proclaimed louder than it's ever been before, Lord Father. Let us be loud, Lord Father, with our speech. Let us be loud by our actions of love, Lord Father. Let us be loud in this morning, giving you praise and worship from the deepest of our soul. Let us sing our hearts out to you, Lord Father, bringing you praise and worship this morning, Lord Father. So we give you all this in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Come on, let's give it to the Lord. Start with clapping our hands to the Lord.
weapon that conquers all anxiety. Come on. Let it arise. Let praise arise. We sing our darkness changes everything we see. We sing the world we are when we claim our victory. So let it arise. Let praise arise. One more time. Let's go to the top. Let praise be a weapon that silences the enemy. Let praise be a weapon that conquers all anxiety. Let it arise. Let praise arise. We sing your name in the dark and it changes everything. We sing with all we are and we claim your victory.
This is what heaven sounds like. We praise you, we praise you. This is what heaven looks like. This is what freedom feels like. This is what heaven sounds like. We praise you. This is what, oh, this is what living looks like. This is what freedom feels like. This is what heaven sounds like. We pray from all the voices. This is what living looks like. This is what freedom feels like. This is what heaven sounds like. We praise you. Come on, lift your hands. Oh, this is what living looks like. This is what freedom feels like. This is what heaven sounds like. We praise you. We praise you. Oh, this is what living looks like. This is what freedom feels like. This is what heaven sounds like. We praise for more time. This is this is what living looks like. This is what freedom feels like. This is what heaven sounds like. We praise you. We'll see. We'll see you break down every wall. We'll watch the giants fall. No fear cannot survive when we praise you. Who's on our side? Forever lifted high. With all creation's cries out. We'll see. We'll see you break down every wall. We'll watch the giants fall. No fear cannot survive when we praise you. The God of breakthroughs on our side. Forever lifted high, with all creation's cry, God, we praise you. Oh, 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 we pray for my voices.
Lord, we lay everything at your feet today, Father. We give it all to you, Lord Jesus. We want you to open the windows of heaven today. Open the doors of heaven today, Lord Jesus. You would speak to us, Lord, that we can offer you something genuine from our hearts. Lord, that we can lay our burdens down before you, Jesus. That we can truly surrender once and for all, Father God. That the, wo- that the world may see the works, Lord, your goodness, Lord, before man. That our life may proclaim your goodness, Jesus. We only want to glorify you, Lord Jesus. We only want to lift your name on high, Father. We want to be an image, Father. We want to bear the image of Christ in our hearts, Lord. That when we speak, when we act, Lord, whatever we do, Jesus. When we walk by people, Lord, Father God, that the aura of Jesus Christ would be with us, Lord. That the presence and the Holy Spirit would move amongst the people around us, Lord Jesus. Make us those people, Lord. Make us that shining light on the hill, Father God. That cannot be put out, Lord. That cannot be hidden, Lord Jesus. That we couldn't resist but, Father God, to show the world your goodness and your love. As we sing this song, Lord Jesus, that you would move. Whatever you want to, to do whatever you want. 
offer you a song from my heart. Let the words come out. Let the praises surrender that thing today even those things that it seems like God wants to give them to you whatever it is a health a home a relationship restoration of whatever's going on in your life whatever it is even if you feel like God has designated that thing for you you need to surrender that thing to him he will give it to you in his time in his will with his purpose if it's his plan but trust me you don't want it if it's not from him surrender those scary things to you God those things that we're afraid to let go of we let go of those things this morning and we allow you God to take over have your way do your plan your plan is already written it's already written Lord we're just a piece of the puzzle God
sit on the throne of blessing and honor, glory and power be unto the Lamb of God. Sit on the throne of blessing and honor, glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne of blessing and honor, glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne. God Almighty, oh, you are holy, you are holy, holy, Lord God Almighty, about the seals and about there's only one person that's able to open those seals Lord Jesus Christ in that beginning of that verse is something that I noticed it was very important I don't want to take you there but I just want to tell you you can go to it later but it says that when the first seal is opened there's a horseman and he's carrying a bow and he goes out to conquer the world. And I just want to let you guys know that that bow is no regular bow. See, that bow is not just talking about a bow and arrow. If you guys thought it was a bow and arrow, that's what I thought it was. The word bow is talking about being pregnant with something. That's what the word actually means. It's a woman who's pregnant and ready to give birth. That's what that first seal represents. And I believe we can live in that first seal. Now, I don't know when the times are, when the, when the moment will come, when all these miracles and all these crazy things will, will happen as we speak about the end times. But it doesn't matter. I believe we can live that now. If we can be birthed with what Christ has prepared for us for this world, we're meant to carry that bow, guys. We're meant to be that person riding on that horse, I believe. So I pray that as we sing this song and we ask for God to break the seal, that we would be ready to birth what's inside of us. Let's just sing that to him one more time.
break the seal of our hearts, Jesus. Open the scroll, break the seal. Worthy one, we declare today. Open the scroll, break the seal. Worthy one, all that is perfect. Open the scroll, break the seal. Worthy one, open, open the scroll, break the seal. Worthy one, Lord, we pray. Open the scroll, break the seal. Worthy one, open the scroll, break the seal. Worthy one, worthy one, open the scroll, break the seal. Worthy one, worthy one, open the scroll, break the seal. Worthy one, oh, open the scroll, break the seal. Worthy one, oh, open the scroll, break the seal. Worthy one.
blessing and all glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne. On blessing and honor and glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne. On blessing and honor and glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne. On blessing and honor and glory and power be unto the Lamb. Who sits on the throne of blessing and honor and glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne of blessing and honor and glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne of blessing and honor and glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne of blessing and honor and glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne of blessing and honor and glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne of blessing and honor glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne of blessing and honor clap your hands glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne of blessing and honor glory and power be unto the Lamb of blessing and honor and glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne of blessing and honor and glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne of blessing and honor and glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne of blessing and honor glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne I pulled out these flags as an act of worship and Rudy and Evelyn decided to join me this was not planned but I want to tell you right now you know what my arms are starting to hurt and you know what came to my mind is that when Jesus was on the cross and he was hanging from those wounds he, I'm pretty sure his arms got tired and he could have said Lord take me off this cross right now because I don't want to be here anymore Father, remove me from this cross because I am God and we can do that. Let's just do it, right? But he didn't do that. He paid the full price for our sin. And so you know what? I'm not going to give up even when I'm tired. I'm not going to stop fighting. I'm not going to stop waving my flag. And that needs to come from here out to there. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. exercising in the morning and as I got home and then I started to get ready I shared this in the huddle that my heart I kept seeing I kept seeing water I kept getting this this uh, this I don't know if you want to call it this vision but this 
this thought of water, this thought of water. And I kept seeing it as water rising, water consuming. The way I described it when I was, when I was exercising was a tidal wave, tidal wave. Lord, let there be a tidal wave. Lord, let there be a tidal wave in a form of like a tsunami where it just flows. It just. And then I started running, and as I started running, I said, well, let that, let that tidal wave, Lord, let it, let it fill the body. Let the waters just, let the waters just row today. Let it, let it just engulf our people today, Lord. Let us, let us not be stale today. And I shared this in Haro, and as I was worshiping now, and, and as the songs are being sung, it just doesn't leave my mind, and I feel like God wants to do something today in someone's life. Today I take a step of faith and I want to be obedient to the Lord. And I want to share some passages today that are not necessarily the passages that we had prepared for today's message. But I want to share a passage in Ezekiel, a passage in John, and a passage in Revelation. Passages that we've read before here. I shared in the huddle today in Ezekiel 47 when he has the vision of the river. And it's actually a river of healing. And he's taken to this place and it says that in his vision, the man brings me to the entrance of the temple. And if you know in scripture, this is the place where the presence of the Lord would reside. It's the place where God's presence was at. It's the place where the Jewish person would honor. <clears throat> and it says, there I saw a stream flowing east from beneath the door of the temple and passing to the right of the altar on its south side and the man brought me outside the wall through the north gateway and he led me around to the eastern entrance and there I could see the water and the water was flowing out through the south side of the east gateway measuring as he went he took me along the stream for 1,750 feet and then he led me across the water and it was up to my ankles and he measured off another 1,750 feet and he led me across again and this time the water was up to my knees. Another 1,750 feet, now it was up to my waist. And he measured another 1,750 feet and the river was too deep to walk across. It was deep enough to swim in, but too deep to walk through. I feel like the Lord is saying to some of us, for too long you've been just trying to walk it. For too long you've been trying to do it in your own strength. And you've been trying to walk and you've been trying to do this and you've been trying to find it within yourself and you can say well I could do this and I'm still doing it here I am I'm this old and, and I've still done it no one's going to change me I'm continuing to walk through this in my strength and I feel like the spirit is saying to you today well not anymore today I'm going to swipe you from your feet where you're no longer going to walk this anymore but I'm going to take you and I'm going to move you and you're going to go through where my stream takes you, where my waters, as they consume you, the waters will take you to the destination that you need to be, not to where your feet are going to take you, but to where the Spirit is going to take you. And I want you to see the significance of the water as the Spirit of the Lord, the Holy Spirit moving in your life today. And today the Holy Spirit is telling every single one of you, or if it's just for one person, I will erase the message that I was going to preach if that's what God wants. But He wants you to know today if it's you and you're walking and you're walking and you're walking, today He swipes you off your feet and He says, walk no more, but let the stream of my Spirit take you to the destination where you know I've called you to go, to be, to become. 
And this is where he, this is where he was at. He asked me. He says, "Have you been watching?" And he led me back along the riverbank. And when I returned, I was surprised by the sight of many trees growing on both sides of the river. The river was consuming him, and there was trees on both sides. And he said to me, "This river flows through the desert into the valley of the Dead Sea. The waters of this stream." will make the salty waters of the Dead Sea fresh and pure. If you've ever been to the Dead Sea, many of us have, you just stand there, you just lift up your legs a little bit, it's so salty, it doesn't matter how heavy you are, you immediately float. Nothing can live in the Dead Sea because of its salt content, it's too much. And here the Spirit is telling this man, the prophet, he says, look where I'm taking you. The waters of this stream, which makes everything healthy around it, it's going to that which is dead. It's going to that which is a wasteland. But I love that the water, the Spirit sees through, and He sees the need. You know what He does? He goes through the desert. Thank God that the Holy Spirit is willing to travel through the desert, because there is where He finds us. There is where we find Him. And then it says here, the waters of the stream make the salty waters fresh and pure. And there will be swarms of living things wherever the water of this river flows. If you've ever been to the Dead Sea, there is no fish. There's nothing living in the Dead Sea. You need to go in and for 20 minutes there's an alarm and you need to come out. There's a massive clock when you go to the Dead Sea. It's a massive clock. So you need to look at it when you go in because 20 minutes later you need to go out. If not, it could be dangerous for you. And he says that fish are going to start to live in the Dead Sea for its waters will become fresh and life will flourish wherever this water flows and fishermen will stand along the shores of the Dead Sea. I'm not waiting for this prophetic word. I'm believing that this prophetic word is alive today and he's able to make the Dead Sea. Man, I'm telling you. There is a region the lowest part of the earth in Israel that there is no life but I know that in this county in this neighborhood in this community that there are people in the lowest places of their lives that they can look at the scripture and they could say I can relate to the Dead Sea but all they need is the fresh flowing of the Holy Spirit to make that which is dead that which can't contain life to start to have life again how many of you believe that in Revelation chapter 22 it says as John was taken on a vision as well it says the angel showed me a river and you would think that John and you would think that Ezekiel are the same person describing the same thing but there are two different sons of God describing two different moments with God and look what the Lord shows him he says the angel showed me a river with the water of life and it was clear as crystal and look where it was flowing the other one was flowing from the temple where the throne was at and this says it was flowing from the throne of God and the and of the Lamb. The Lamb is Jesus Christ. And it flowed down the center of the main street. Listen, tell me if this is not the same as Ezekiel 47. On each side of the river grew trees of life bearing crops of fruit, 12 crops, with a fresh crop each month. And the leaves were used for medicine to heal the nations. What was the water doing? It was bringing life. It was bringing healing. Everything that the water touched began to bud with healing fruit verse 3 no longer come on will there be a curse upon anything 
for the throne of God and of the Lamb will be there and the servants will worship him and they will see his face and his name will be written on their foreheads and there will be no night, there will be no need for lamps or sun for the Lord God will shine on them and they will reign forever and ever. There is a water that is constantly, constantly flowing. There is a water that runs and it flows from the throne of the Lamb of God. I want you to hear this. It flows from the throne of the Lamb of God. Can you say that? It flows from the throne of the Lamb of God. So what happened was man couldn't get to the throne. Man couldn't make it to the throne. Man couldn't get there. It was too much for them. It was too much for them. There, we were too much of sinners and we were too much of, of darkness and, and too much of stuff and, and we couldn't get to the throne of the Lamb of God. So in John chapter 5, we see something very special. We see where the throne of the Lamb of God, which is unachievable until after the death of, of Jesus Christ, what we see is that the Lamb, the throne, the water that comes from the throne of the Lamb of God comes to earth. And in John chapter 5, it says Jesus returns to Jerusalem. Inside the city near the Sheep Gate was the pool of Bethesda. And crowds of sick people, they were blind, they were lame, they were paralyzed. They were laying on the porches. And one of the men lying there had been sick for 38 years. When Jesus saw him, he knew he had been ill for a long time. And he asked him, would you like to get well? Verse 7 in John 5 says, I can't, sir, for I have no one to put me in the water. I have no one to place me in the waters. When the water bubbles up, someone else always gets there ahead of me. I can't make it to the waters. I can't jump into the water. I'm paralyzed. You're asking me if I want help. I can't get there. No one can grab me, pick me up in time so that I could touch the waters. And instantly Jesus says, stand up, pick up your mat and walk. What is going on? He says, you don't have to get to the waters because the water just got to you. I am the Lamb of God and the waters that flow from me, the waters that flow from heaven, they just touched you. And that which is paralyzed, that which is dead, today, pick up your bed and walk it becomes life again because the water is living it's pure and it purifies everything it touches the lame man didn't need the physical water he touched the waters of heaven that day and the moment that the waters of heaven touched him he was never the same again and in this room there are people that touch those waters many of you have drank from those waters Many of you drank from the waters and you got so intoxicated that you never left the well again. All you've been doing is continuing to drink from the waters of God because you can't have enough. More of God is the answer. More of God is the answer. More of God is the answer. And some of you have been swept off your feet. Some of you have recognized that in my life, I've tried to walk. I've tried to do it in my own strength and it's gotten me nowhere. But today, may the waters of God sweep me from my feet. And may the stream of the Holy Spirit take me to where I need to go. And may all day, all things dead become alive again. And may this land be made pure again. 
holy again as he is holy, pure. May the waters of God saturate this soul today. Man, I'm telling you, there is a holiness in the water of God. There is a tsunami. There is a tidal wave that wants to touch you. I want to continue to sing today. Today's going to be a little bit different. Happy Memorial Day weekend. But we're going to do this right before the presence of God. We're going to be insensitive. We're going to be obedient. And we're going to go in before the presence of God. Let's continue to sing. Let's continue to worship. Let's continue to cry out. If there's a yell in you, let it out. But this is what I want to do. If any of you need prayer, I'm going to pray in faith with you. And you're saying, I'm, I'm that person. I need the waters no longer to be in my knees. I need the waters no longer to be in my waist, no longer to be on my chest. I, I need the waters to, to consume me. I need to be taken by the stream. I need to be like that lame man that's been just laying there waiting for a miracle. But little do I know that standing right before me, there's a flow of water that is willing to give me, give me from his well for me to drink and be made well. If that's you today, if you're, if you're like the trees that I just want to bring forth good fruit and I need the waters of God to touch me so that I can be medicine to the nations, medicine to my family, no longer a curse to your family, a bitterness to people around you, oh, the sour taste when you walk into a room, but that you would be the sweetness and the medicine that when you walk in, there's hope because of the waters that are bubbling up inside of you. Come on, if that's you today, as we continue to sing, I want you to come up to this altar. I want you, if you want to get on your knees, get on your knees. If you want to stretch out your arms, stretch out your arms. We want to pray for you today. And we want to believe for a miracle today. And we want to believe that the waters of God can touch you today. That today stands Yeshua. Today stands Jesus right before your presence. And says, hey, not only do you want to be made well, but after that I give you a command. Pick up your bed and walk. Come on, begin to cry out to the Lord. Begin to cry out, begin to sing, begin to glorify your King. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Let me the rise, all you weary ones. Wake up and take flight, sons and daughters. Let your faith arise, all you weary ones. Wake up and take flight, sons and daughters. Let your faith arise, all you weary ones. Wake up and take flight, sons and daughters. You're called. Let your faith arise, all you weary ones. Wake up and take flight. Sons and daughters, let your faith arise, all you weary ones. Wake up and take flight, sons and daughters. Come up here, come up now to the mountain of devotion. At my feet, you will find your peace. Come up here, come up now to the mountain of devotion. At my feet, you will find your peace. Come up here, come up now to the mountain of devotion. At my feet, you will find your peace. Oh, come up here, come up now the mountain of devotion at my feet 
you will find your peace. Oh, so come up here, come up now to the mountain of devotion at my feet. You will find your peace. Let your peace arise. Oh, let your faith arise. Let your faith arise. Let your faith arise. So come up here, come up now to the mountain of the ocean. Let your peace. You will find your peace at my feet. Come up here, come up now to the mountain of devotion. At my feet, you will find your peace. One more time. Oh, come up here, come up now to the mountain of devotion. At my feet, you will find your peace. Come up, so come up here, come up now to the mountain of devotion. At my feet, you will find your peace. You holy, you are holy, holy, holy. Lord God Almighty, you are.
you're my mighty one You take care of all my pain You carry all my wounds On your shoulders, yes you do Oh, you're mighty, mighty one Mighty one, mighty one Lord, you are mighty Lord, the mighty Lord, you're mighty Lord, you're mighty Lord, you're mighty Lord, you're Sons and daughters, make the dead alive. Make the dead alive. So Only you can guide. Make the dead alive. Make the dead alive. Make the dead alive. See blessing and all. Only you blessing can and honor. Glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne. Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne. Oh, blessing and honor and glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne. Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne. Oh, blessing and honor and glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne. Glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne of blessing and honor. Glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne of blessing and honor. Glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne of blessing and honor. Glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne of blessing and honor. Glory and power be unto the Lord. One more time. Oh, blessing and honor. Glory and power be unto the Lamb who sits on the throne. Blessing and honor. Glory and power be unto your holy. You are holy.
Stand up, pick up your mat, and walk. <clears throat> Sometimes it's hard to have faith in the instantly. Sometimes it's hard to have faith in the immediately. Because in verse 9 it says, instantly or immediately the man was healed. And in our lives we're like, well, I haven't experienced this instantly or immediately. And that next verse could be a very frustrating verse because we love everything else about this scripture but verse 9 when the man instantly gets healed it makes us look at this verse and say hmm I believe that the Lord is doing something today that for many of you you're going to be able to relate to verse 9 where there is an instantly work of God that becomes evident in your life. It says that he rolled up his sleeping mat and he begins walking because it happened on the Sabbath. The Jewish leaders began to object to what just happened and they said to this man, who was cured? You can't work on the Sabbath. The law doesn't allow you to carry the sleeping mat. And he replied, the man who healed me told me to pick up my mat and walk. Who said such a thing as that? The man didn't know for Jesus disappeared into the crowd, but afterward Jesus found him in the temple. And he told him, now you are well. I, I, love, I love this. Verse 8, he says, stand up, pick up your mat and walk. How many of you read that part and says, he was well? That's not where he was well. Jesus just told him, stand up, pick up your mat, and walk. I think verse 14 is, in, is special because it took verse 8 to get to verse 14, but, but here it is, ready? If the man did not stand up, pick up his mat, and walk, what if he ever encountered Jesus later on in the temple? See, the man stood up in faith, 
began to walk. And he picked up that which had him bind and he, he held it bind. He bound it. And Jesus finds him and notice people around him are not in agreement, the religious people. And that's okay because when God begins to move in your heart in such a radical way and begins to transform things in you, some people may not understand it. And some people may even call you some things. But it's all right. And in verse 14, it says, Jesus found him. I love that Jesus found him. Jesus was not worried not one time when he left him in the pool and says, oh my God, I can't believe I didn't introduce myself. Jesus not one time says, oh my goodness, I forgot to give him my Instagram handle. I didn't get his number to text him. I didn't tell him to follow me on social media. He didn't worry about any of that. Instead, Jesus knew exactly where this man would be in the state that he would be in. And he comes up to him in the temple and he says, now you're well. Not when I told you to pick up your mat and walk. Now you're well. He says, stop sinning or something worse can come. Stop sinning. Something worse can happen to you. I love that because it was a statement where Jesus says, now you're holy. Now you're set apart. You're not just a healed paralytic. You're now a holy son. Now you're well. Me healing you from your bed didn't complete you. Me making you a son is what made you complete. Now you're well. Let's go and sin no more. Lest something worse happens. So the man went and he told the Jewish leaders, I, I love this because remember the Jewish leader says, who did this to you? You're not allowed to be healed. So dumb. You're not allowed to pick up your mat and walk. Who did this to you? What did the man do after Jesus made him well? He says, I'm going to go back and have the answer now to them, for them. The question of who did this, I have the answer. He goes back to the religious leaders and he says, it was Jesus who healed me. <laughs> I'm going home to praise the Lord. I'm going to start my ministry now. But you asked me earlier in the afternoon, who did it? Jesus did it. Now I'm going to go give the rest of my life to him because he didn't just lift me up from my paralytic state, but he also saved my soul from its sinful state. And he made me well. I've become a holy son of God, a set-apart son of God. Amen? Today, Every single one of you has been, has been marked and you've been set apart. I believe that God did and is doing amazing things right now. And we saw some of that up here as we were praying for you. There was even prophetic words that were spoken over you all. And I believe that you have a responsibility. He spoke something to you. But now it's your responsibility to pick it up and walk. Pick it up and take it with you. Take it with you. Because if the man would have been like, 38 years, I'm not falling for this trick. This guy is not going to make me look like a fool. For 38 years, he thinks he's the first person to do this to me. For 38 years, I've been in this condition. For 38 years, 
But that day, he had a responsibility. Well, I believe him. And when I take a step of faith, I believe what healed him was that he began to become, he began to walk in obedience to that which the word that the Lord, the word that the Lord gave him. He walked. He walked in that. So today, maybe the Lord looked at you and says, you want to be made well? And you're like, yes, give me water. And he says, good, pick up your, pick up your mat and walk. Don't come next Sunday and you're still laying on the mat. Because later on, he might go look for you and says, you're not well. But that he would come before you, stand before you and say, you're well. Because now you're living in obedience with the promise that I've given you. Amen? Rejoice in that. Come on, give God some praise. He's so worthy. The Holy Spirit is doing something special here today. Can you just join me in prayer for a moment? Lord, we thank you. I ask Rizzo to come up here. Lord, we thank you and we love you as we just pray on this beautiful day that you've given us. Lord, today when we opened up at 9.30 huddle before starting our service, we were very intimate and yet very, we strongly stated that we just wanted to be vessels. Vessels in which you could use. And that Holy Spirit, that you would just move in a mighty way. And that if it takes to remove whatever we have wanted to do today, then it's okay to remove it if you wanted to do something different today. And I thank you because I do believe, as Tito was sharing, that that scroll and that seal being broken and open, why not for today? That water is flowing. Why not for today as well? Lord, I pray that there would be a, a true transformation that happens here in the lives of, of your people, that today would be a memorial for their own personal lives, that you would do something glorious in all of us. I pray that if we're still intoxicated in your presence and your spirit, keep us there. Let us not leave that place if it lasts the whole weekend. Maybe some of us had some plans today and tomorrow and they just got messed up because we're going to make different decisions. We're going to do different stuff. Lord, I, I just pray that you would just continue just, to, just because sir, this gathering's done. Our gathering with you is not over. Let that continue to move as Tito was sharing. Let us, as that pregnant woman, oh Lord, let us give birth and let us be intoxicated with this as a, as a mom is with even their child. Lord, we thank you for what you're doing. I thank you because I know that today there's a lot of guests here today and it was different. But I believe that they were a guest for the first time, for this day, for this moment. And there was a reason why you wanted each guest here today. Because you wanted to do something different in this gathering, in their lives. And I pray that they would be sensitive to maybe hear what it is that the Lord is saying to them. See what the Lord is showing them. That they would be obedient. So Lord, we honor all those guests that are here today. We thank you for drawing their hearts here, for getting them ready and them making the choice to be here with us. We thank you for them. We thank you, Lord, that you do a great miracle in their lives. 
And Lord, I know I say this a lot, but Lord, I pray that there's testimonies. I, I really hope that we could hear some testimonies of what God has spoken and is doing. That a day and a moment like this would bring testimony. Let us hear it soon. Let us encourage each other. Hallelujah. Lord, we give you all the glory. We give you all the honor and all the praise. And together we say, Amen. Come on, let's give God praise one more time. It's worthy.